So this morning, you're here. Don't wait till the end because others are waiting to the end. Just, just start now. If you need prayer for healing, I encourage you to make a commitment, not just this morning, but next Sunday and the next Sunday and the next Sunday until God heals. The day came when I got the, uh, got the, the all clear, cancer-free. I've been cancer-free for 10 years. And, and it's, 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 
give the credit to God, yes. But there's the, the messenger element. There is the ministry element that is key, is important. And I want to encourage you, don't wait for that special person to pray for you. Don't wait for uh, something that you have in mind how it should be. Just put that aside. Humble yourself before the Lord in the spirit of worship, in the community of those who believe. Just have those who love you who are part of the uh, prayer team gather around you, lay hands on you. It doesn't matter if they pray really good or not so good. It's a fact that they have been appointed, they have the authority as part of the prayer team to minister what we need. So right now, just move out to the side of the aisle, just go back, let's, let's, let's get on with the business of what we came here for. Yes, we came to worship, but we came to see healings. We came to see people healed. And that's why we're here this morning. So don't hold back, don't go home disappointed because you didn't take the step that you needed to take. I think I'll let it go with that.
wanna be close, close to your side. So heaven is real, death is a lie. I wanna hear voices of angels above singing as one.
Your holy 
Jesus. We worship you this morning. We declare you are holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty. We worship you for your faithfulness. We choose to put our trust in you because you are good. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. We worship you this morning. I just invite you. We're going to move into a time of communion, but let's stay in this posture of worship. If you would like to sit for a bit, you may. This morning, the communion elements are grape juice and gluten-free bread. And here at Good Shepherd, we receive anybody who declares Jesus as Lord and Savior to participate with us in communion. We believe that parents have the spiritual authority over their children, and so we encourage you parents to make the decision about when your children can participate with us. This morning, we're going to read from Luke 22, verses 14 through 20. When the time had come, when the hour had come, this is to have Passover, the Passover meal with his disciples. Jesus and his disciples reclined at the table. And Jesus said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. And after taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, gave thanks, and broke it. And he gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. I've read this before, but the, the part that really stuck out to me today, or not today, it does today, but this week, um, is that Jesus said, I've eagerly desired to eat this meal with you. When we come to the communion table with him, I think sometimes we have this mindset, at least I do, that like I'm coming to Jesus because I want to be with him. But I don't always remember that he wants to be with me even more than I want to be with him. Jesus' mission was about re-restoring relationship with his people. And I just I just want to encourage you. Remember that Jesus is eagerly desiring this time with you even more than you are desiring this time with him. Just allow his love and his desire to be with you to wash over you as we have communion together. I recently read a prayer by Strayan Combe, and it says this, Jesus, help me to see what you saw, what you died for, what the pain of crucifixion was worth for you, 
and that is the healing of my conversation with you. The scriptures tell us that Jesus died for the joy set before him. That joy wasn't that he was gonna rise again. That joy was that when he rose again, we would all have the opportunity to be in right relationship with him and the Father again. So when Jesus sat with his disciples, he knew what was coming, but he still eagerly desired to be with them. He knew one would betray him. He knew one would deny him. He knew most of them would run away. He still eagerly desired to be with them. And when he broke the bread, he said, this is my body broken for you. When Jesus went to the cross, he fulfilled what the prophet Isaiah foretold about the suffering servant. We read it in Isaiah 53. Isaiah wrote this 700 years before Jesus came to fulfill this prophecy. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. That's our rebellion, our sin, our transgression against God himself. He was crushed for our iniquities. That's our sins and our guilt. The punishment, the correction, the reproof, the discipline that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we are healed completely healed, purified, repaired, taken care of. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. This morning, as we take the bread, I just want to declare healing over us. And this is not just physical healing. We focus a lot on physical healing when we think about healing. But this is also emotional healing, mental healing. And ultimately, it's spiritual healing, being restored to the Father. So as you take the bread... Let's remember Jesus. Lord, we thank you that Jesus came to bring healing to our minds. He comes to bring peace to our minds to heal those places that have been affected by anxiety and depression and trauma. He comes to bring healing. We thank you, Jesus, for that. We thank you that you have come to heal the brokenhearted. We thank you that you have come to set the captives free, to bring deliverance. We thank you 
that you went to the cross for us. Jesus also took the cup when he was with his disciples. He took it and he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins. John 1 1, 8 through 2, 2 says this, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. My dear children, I write this to you so you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but for the sins of the whole world. Through the blood of Jesus, we have forgiveness of sin. We've been set free. We no longer carry the consequence of the curse of sin. And so I just encourage you as we take the cup this morning, allow the the Lord to search your heart. Allow the Holy Spirit to search your heart. There's no shame in confessing sin to him. Like we all know none of us is perfect. So let's not pretend. There's no shame in confessing our sin before the Lord. And he desires to purify us again, to cleanse us, to set us free. So as we take the cup, just have that conversation with God. Jesus, we thank you for your forgiveness that sets us free. We thank you for your suffering on our behalf. We thank you for paying the price that we could not earn and that we do not deserve, but that you give to us freely. We thank you for your forgiveness. We receive that today. As we continue in worship, I just want to um, quietly dismiss the kids, but I invite the rest of you to stand again. I just want to encourage you to allow the Holy Spirit to continue to touch you. Wherever you feel broken and crushed, whether it's in your heart, whether it's in your mind, whether it's in your emotions, whether it's your body, wherever you feel broken and crushed, just cry out to him. Allow him to touch you today. And also, if you want prayer 
for healing. We are going to continue having prayer back in the back corner um, for the second block of worship. The elders and pastors are going to be back there to pray um, and to anoint with oil. But I just encourage you, let's press in in worship. But don't leave here today if you've got something that you need to take care of with God. He knows our hearts. He knows our desires. And he desires good things for every one of us. He desires for us to be completely set free. And he desires to pour out his glory upon us so that we reflect him everywhere we go. So let's stand and worship again.
breakthrough and release. And with that being said, I want to encourage you, stand in the gap. I can't, I don't know how many years ago it was, but it seems like a bazillion now that Mark and I desperately wanted to have a baby. And um, my sister-in-law was at a service and somebody had a word of knowledge. There was, I don't know who he was. Somebody had come in and was speaking and he said, uh, there's somebody here who wants to have a baby and they can't get pregnant. And there's healing in this house for you tonight. And nobody budged. And she knew our story and she knew what was going on with us. And um, anyway, after seeing nobody go up, she thought she's gonna go up and stand in the gap for us. Well, five kids later, I can tell you <laughs> that God moved and we are healed. But the word was that by the end of the year, he told her, tell your sister-in-law by the end of the year, she'll have a baby. And so I just wanna declare God's healing and his power to minister to somebody else when you stand in the gap. And so I wanna encourage you this morning, salvation, deliverance, which let's just call it breakthrough, okay? If you're stuck, if you're struggling, thoughts, habits, whatever, God wants breakthrough for you and healing. Nothing's impossible in the name of Jesus Christ. Nothing's impossible through you. Lay on our hearts. Lifting me up from the ground in love, 
Reap 
before you again this morning and we worship you the great I am the ancient of days the healer the redeemer the one who sets us free Lord I pray for a blessing on each one here this morning that as we walk out and we continue in our everyday lives this week, that we will reflect your glory. We will walk in your ways. And Lord, for those of us who feel like our testimony isn't quite here yet for what we're praying for right now, we worship you where we are. We declare that you are good, that you are faithful, and we will continue to put our trust in you as the one who heals, as the one who delivers, as the one who redeems, as the one who sets us free. And we will continue to stand in the gap for the people around us. I just encourage you as you go throughout your week this week, sometimes the, the week of prayer and fasting is just the setup. Keep pressing in this week. 
Keep asking the Lord to show you what he wants to show you, who he wants you to pray for. Let's keep pressing in together as a congregation. Let's worship him in season and out of season, Sunday morning and the rest of the week because he is worthy of our praise. Amen? Amen. All right. You are dismissed. Um, don't forget to pick up your kids and have a great week. There is a missions market happening also, so just remember that. And we thank you for gathering together this morning.